You're listening to another edition of the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan with Eric Franson and Ajay Salveson. To get the latest content, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Don't forget, the Full Court Press airs Monday through Friday on 106.9 FM and 1390 AM The Fan. And you can stream the show on 106.9thefan.com. Our interviews with Aggie legends continue here on the Full Court Press. So we've had a lot of fun catching up with former Aggies. Again, a lot of these, uh, several different teams are going to be recognized coming up on Saturday when Utah State takes on Boise State. Kind of a reunion night. A couple different teams reuniting. One of those is the 1994-95 Utah State basketball team. And uh, one of the key components of that team, one of the key guys, was Roddy Anderson. And he joins us now here on the Full Court Press. Roddy, thanks for spending some time with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Glad to speak with you guys. Looking forward to getting out there Saturday as well. Uh, let's uh, let's first start with uh, you were a guard. Uh, you you did a lot of different things for Utah State when you were on the court. Uh, you led the team in assists. Uh, you had good averages in, in in points and rebounds. A high number of rebounds actually for a guard. But uh, the way you were used for the Utah State men's basketball team when you were there, uh, you were you're kind of a Swiss Army knife. It, it was the way that you you did a lot of different things on the court. Uh, let's just start with some of your memories about how you were used in this in the structure of how things were going on that uh, Utah State men's basketball team there in those mid nineties. It was uh, like you say. I I was my position was kind of all almost. Um, I came in as a point guard. I never really played the point guard position. Um, I was more of a wing player, a scorer. Um, but you, Stacy, felt it was best that I played the point guard role. And I and I admit I struggled at early on with that position um, before I settled in and learned to become a better point guard, not a shooting guard. Cause I had great shooters like corn water who needed the ball. Um, and, and I had to find ways to get them the ball and get, get it down to Eric France and, and not to look to score as much, but uh, it was a, it was a, it was a nice transition for me, but a little, I struggled at first with it before I settled in, but I, I eventually became comfortable with that position. Roddy, when we announced that you were going to be on our show, Marcus Saxon hopped on social media and said you were, quote, a beast. Who are the players that you looked up to when you first started at Utah State? Well, when I came in, Jay, Jay Goodman was one. I I, I felt a little pressure um, of, of I've heard what he did before. I recognize what he did before, and I just felt a little pressure not being a true point guard and then coming there and, and – just trying to live up to what he did. Um, those are some of the things that that I kept in mind on on my on my career there at Utah State. You're, this was a, a team that had some pretty interesting players. Uh, like you said, um, you know, Eric Franson was a big presence in the post. Uh, you know, Silas Mills was a big part of that team. Uh, the the Wickheisers were were tall guys. You had a lot of big guys around you. Um, but what was it? What would you say was the, like, the the tone of the team and what you felt like that team really stood out for, what you guys did on the court? I think we weren't we weren't the most attractive-looking team, basketball-wise. I'm not <laughs> talking about looks, but uh, <laughs> we just brought out, we brought our hard hats. We were a hard-working team. I know one thing Coach Stacy preached was uh, rebounds. Rebounds and getting back, not letting people score any transition buckets on us. Um I think we were like the blue-collar, hard-working, bring-your-hard-hat type of guys. And we would just – they weren't pretty wins, but they were 
we, we, we found ways to win, but they were usually ugly games because we just grinded out, I think. What was the D. Glenn Smith spectrum like back then? Oh, my goodness. That was – the spectrum was incredible. I mean, <laughs> I still have other friends that play on other teams, and they just continue to tell me uh, they hated coming there to play. Uh, the crowd was just so – I mean, it was, it was definitely a, an advantage for us playing at the spectrum. Um, especially how we would keep the trainers would keep the back door open so they they get the cold wind in the wintertime. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I just so, really, really enjoyed So wait, they, they the keep back doors open just to get a draft in there for the opponents? Yeah, in their locker room. In their locker room. The back room where the trucks would come in for the TV games. and ah, that back that's door, awesome. Somehow those back doors just stayed open, and uh, I don't <laughs> – I'm not going to say any names, but yeah, we made sure they caught a draft. They, they caught a draft when they when they came into Logan. <laughs> hey, speaking of the toughies, uh, being the play at BYU came there and you hammered them 83-59 at the Spectrum. What was that uh, game like for you guys? What are your memories of that game? Oh, that game was so fun. I think we jumped out on them really early, really early. Um, all I remember, it was all this hype about the Reed, the Reed brothers who, who, who were the guards there. And uh, I, I took that real personal. Um, I wanted to make sure I, I defended them well and, and made them work for every bucket they got coming up the court. Um, but I just remember us jumping out on them really fast. And, and, and that was probably one of our prettier games. It wasn't so much a grind-out game. We were up and down on, them that, on that particular game. And... and I don't think they really had a shot in that game at all. Again, we're talking to Roddy Anderson, a great guard for Utah State back in the mid-90s, early 90s. And Roddy, what what attracted you to Utah State? What was it that brought you to play in Aggie Blue and White? Um, what, what it really was was, one, the conference, and and two was really Coach Eustacey and Steve Barnes. Um, those are the guys who really recruited me hard. Um, they made me feel like I was needed more than, than, than just wanted. Um, and that was something that I was looking for. They, I, I felt like I could come in there and play right away and, and contribute. And, and that ended up being the case. Um, cause I had other schools like Fresno, Fresno was on me. Fresno state was on me hard. Uh, DePaul, um, in Miami, Miami just went oh for whatever in the conference and, it just it just it was just a good fit for me. I think I was needed more than wanted and 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 that was something that I was looking for. Best player you ever played against? Uh probably Brandon Jesse down at Utah. He was he was he was a pretty good that was a tough cover for me. Being that he was a bigger guard, uh he was really like a three, but they would coach would put me on him. Um that was a it was just a little tougher because he was bigger than I was. Me being six three, he was like six six. So, and he was a stocky six six. So, that was one of my tougher covers. Is there a game that uh, for you personally and how well you did, or something that was going on? Maybe the, the, some trash talk that you got the better of somebody else. Is there a game that stands out to you maybe a little bit more than others when you were an Aggie? Uh. I really like playing against UC Irvine, except in the um, conference tournament. They usually get us then. Uh, those are usually my best games against UC Irvine. Uh, even if we came down, even if we went to UC Irvine, it was we still took care of them pretty well and, and, and 
I was able to get my get my shots off. I usually like playing against UC Irvine. Those are probably my games that I had the most fun in. Yeah, you, you mentioned UC Irvine got you guys in the Big West tournament. They got you in this one in in the conference tournament. Were you guys a what what seed were you guys? Did you guys have a bye in the first round and then lose or what happened? Yeah, we were number one seed. We won oh. the conference. Yeah, and that was the game we were supposed to win. It was, and we beat them twice in that year. And uh, and they just somehow they just got the best of us in that in that in that tournament. And we ended up losing them for a second year in the conference tournament. So you guys get Illinois State in the NIT. Um, did you guys want to be there, or are you still hungover from the from the loss to UC Irvine? I honestly, and I hate to say it, we were we were a little disappointed that we didn't make the tournament. Um, even I, I still remember this day. It's like my glory days, my Al Bundy days, and Dick Vitale was talking about how we should have made the tournament anyway, and and. And uh, it was we were definitely disappointed we didn't make the tournament, and, and it showed when we played Illinois State. You were talking to Roddy Anderson, former Aggie basketball player. In the is uh, we talk about the the ninety four ninety five team that's going to be uh, brought together and and highlighted coming up this weekend. But uh, Roddy, what was it like for you uh, playing under Larry Eustacey, uh and the type of coach that he was, uh, or any any anecdotes that you could share? Uh, from uh, from your time with him as your head coach, I'll try to keep it as clean as possible. <laughs> yeah, that, that's radio friendly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, in all honesty, I, I I really loved playing for you, Stacy. Uh, you always knew where you stood with him, um, and and he he made it a point to know where you stood with him, and I, I respect that. I can respect that. I think it's a little different now. I think it's. The way we, the kids expect to be treated, um, a little pampered. I sound like an old guy for real now, uh, but uh, I just love playing for you, Stacy. It was he was a hard nosed coach, and I just like knowing where you stood with him. And it was there was no guessing involved, uh, but you you couldn't be mentally soft or weak with him because uh, he was going to bring the best out of you, and, and, and that meant getting on you and riding you. So and that's what we we dealt with. Do you still keep up to date with the Aggies now? Do you still watch them on TV at all? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, the back of my truck has the, the Utah State Aggie uh, license plate. Um, I wear a different Utah State shirt at least once a week, uh, and, and I watch. I just watched them play. My wife and I actually went to the game when they played uh, San Diego just last this past weekend. So oh, I that's follow awesome. Them. I catch them on TV. Yeah, so – um, I'm in Huntington Beach, so just a little north of San Diego. Um, and my wife, who I met at Utah State, ended up transferring down to San Diego State. So I, I lost that bet. I had to pay dinner. I had to pay for <laughs> dinner because San Diego State won. Um, but no, I definitely follow. I definitely follow the Aggies, both football and basketball. Uh, I'm an Aggie for life, a true diehard Aggie, so I definitely follow the guys. Do you keep in touch much with the guys that were uh, on your roster back when you played? Some of them I do. Uh, Myron Sims, I, I stay in touch with him. It was funny. Um, Myron was in Utah, but his son was here in California. And, and I saw him. I was like, man, this kid looks familiar. I took a picture and I said, Myron, I'm looking at your son right now. Um, I stay in touch with Silas Mills. Uh, Maurice Spillers also. Uh, Maurice and I are flying out together. Friday to to go to the game. Um, 
and and I and I have to I have to mention um my true true my my partner crime was Covington Cormier or also known as Cup. Um we we stayed in touch quite off all the time. Uh and unfortunately he passed away a year ago. Um but he and I stayed close and remained close ever since meeting day one at Utah State. Uh, when you look at this day and age of the Aggies, Sam Merrill is becoming one of the greats now. In fact, he's 41 points away from uh, catching the 2,000-point mark, which only J.C. Carroll, Wayne Estes, and, and uh, Mr. Grant have done. What do you see out of Sam Merrill that makes him a special player in your eyes? Uh, just the ability to score. I mean, I, I just I – just... I understand and recognize how tough it is to get shots off, and, and just having that ability to do so is is, is just an honor, and, and it says a lot about him, and obviously the the work that he must put into to be able to do so. Well, Roddy, with uh, with what's happened after you played at Utah State, uh, what what have you been up to since then? Uh, one of the fun things that we've been doing is. When we catch up with these uh, former players, as we find out about their memories of when they were at Utah State, but we also like to find out what they've done since and uh, what you've been up to since you uh, left USU. Uh, well, once I left, I went overseas. I played seven years over in Europe. Well, before I got to Europe, I did two years in Australia, Canberra, Australia. Uh, I played two years in France, uh, and then I went two years in Czech Republic and one year in Bosnia. Uh, from there, I uh, I stopped playing. Had no idea where I was gonna what I was gonna do. And U Stacy called. I went out to Iowa State. I coached with Iowa at Iowa State, which coach U Stacy. Uh, we were fired there. We did a year. I went with him a year down the University of Southern Mississippi. Um, then my son was born seven days later after we got that job, and Mississippi just wasn't for me. And I, I moved back to California with my wife. We moved back to California, and I got into the the mortgage business. I knew nothing about mortgages. Coming from playing basketball was all I knew. I uh, became a loan agent. Uh, be, from a loan agent, I became a, a manager of a team. From that, I became director of operations to vice president of the, of the company. Uh, and then recently, three years ago, I left, and I started my own company. So now I'm doing uh, development and Demo. So I'm buying land, building property on it, and developing land and uh, demo demolition. So I have my own company now for the past three years now doing that. That's incredible. Hey, I, I got to ask you, and I'm putting you on the spot here right after. Forgive me. Give me your top five Aggies that you've seen play or have ever played with. If you had to, I guess, a Rushmore with plus one of five Aggies on the court that you take, who would they be? Uh... I would have to go with I have to go with Eric Franson. That's going to be my one. Uh, I'm, I'm a little biased. This is going to be biased. Uh, no, that's I'm fine, man. It's your five. <laughs> yeah, you can I'm, be I'm biased. Gonna go Eric, I'm going to go with Eric Franson. Uh, I like Corin Woodard as my guard. I will go with Silas Mills. And, and Marcus Saxon is another guy that I will go with. He didn't play with me, but I, I, I love that kid. Um, I will go with Marcus Saxon, and uh, the fifth one, other than myself, uh, I will probably go with uh, Maurice Spillers as well. What so is I'm, it? I'm gonna stick with my guys. I like that. What you know, and I, like as I said earlier, Marcus Saxon was thrilled that you were going to be on the show with us. 
tell us what you liked in Marcus Saxon and what, I mean, for you, what you saw out of him as a basketball player. He was just a, 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 a dog. We would just go at it. I mean, him and I would just go at it every single day. Um, and I just saw the tenacity that he had. I liked his craftiness. And, and I just wish I would have been able to play with him. He came in a year after me. Um, but I really, really, really wish I would have had another year to play with him. I think that could have been really fun. Well, Roddy, this has been a lot of fun for us. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your time, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday night at the Spectrum. I know a lot of fans, it's it's a big crowd that night. Uh, look forward to seeing you as well and, and uh, show their appreciation for the, the great things you did for the University of Utah State. No, it was my pleasure, and, and I really, really look forward to, to getting back to Logan and, and seeing the school and, and seeing the team play. And, and I really appreciate you guys this time taking the time out to call me. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, Roddy. Appreciate you.